Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Hey. Hey. Todd Miller, how you doing, buddy? Pretty great. Ryan Ripley, DJRR, what's up? <laughs> Nothing's up. We got a fun one today, Todd. We do. Let's, squ Ryan. let's squash this whole talk. It's not about. even a question. Yeah. Today's your daily scrum is just a statement. Mm -hmm. Planned versus actual is a terrible metric for a scrum team. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. What I do you agree. think, buddy? I agree 100%. And we, we have, we've prepared, I, I think, a, a little bit of a um, presentation, let's say, that, to talk through why we think this. So we'll try to make it. So if you listened with audio, you can follow along. But... This really is a good visual, I think, that will indicate why plan versus actual is a, a terrible metric for a scrum team. Yeah, let's chat about this. Let's use a real example. Yeah. Um, this is something that we talk about in our PSM course, but uh, I don't mind sharing this. I think it's going to help people. Todd, why don't you walk through this? This is an example that you lived through at one point, and I'll just poke questions and poke fun and make fun of your <laughs> something, something, and we'll figure it out. But go, why don't you take it away here, buddy? Sure. Uh, so uh, this was an example that I experienced uh, and I uh, was working with a scrum team and they came out of sprint planning. Uh, you could see the sprint backlog here. They had uh, five items in the sprint backlog, Apple Pay, Google Pay, Amazon Pay, USPS shipping calc integration and a bug fix. Uh, their sprint goal was to enable a customer to submit digital payment on, our on their website. Right. And so you can see three items were related to their sprint goal. Right. We've talked about this in a different video. Um, so what happened is about two days into the sprint, the uh, developers on the team ran into a bit of an issue, right? Uh, as they began, you know, uh, implementing Apple Pay and they invoked a conversation with the product owner and said, hey, listen, uh, we can do one of these, but the work is a lot different than what we seemed, even though we came up with a prototype and we're messing around with it. It's a lot, it's more difficult than what we thought. And so the product owner and the developers had kind of a negotiation there and said, you know, we can keep the sprint goal intact. Uh, we're just going to get one of them done. And so let's concentrate on Apple Pay. Uh, and the product owner said, what do you think about these two? Uh, dev developer said, already working on them, fairly quick, think we can get them done. 
The end of the sprint resulted in them finishing Apple Pay, this PBI, and this bug fix. So three of the five PBIs, 60% of their sprint backlog was finished. 60%, right, Ryan? Right. Um, I'd say this sprint's a success, though. They did enable a customer to submit digital payment because it could do Apple Pay. It wasn't all three like they suspected. The work was harder than they thought. And this happens all the time in complex work. So what do we do, Ryan? Do we just do these other two? Do we do these and, and do a really crappy, low-quality job on them just to jam them in and work the whole weekend? What do you think? No, I would say no. I think it, the, the aspect of your story that I want people to zoom in on, there's a, there's a couple here. First of all, it's a collaborative relationship between the, the product owner and the, and the developers. The second the developers knew something was amiss, the second they realized that they could not plan complexity perfectly, the second they realized that the sprint backlog is supposed to be emergent and that as you learn something, you adapt and change, they went to the product owner and said, hey, here's what we know now. What's the most valuable, valuable thing to do? And the product owner confirmed that Apple Pay was the most valuable thing, that Google Pay and Amazon Pay were good experiments perhaps for another time, but they, they landed on Apple Pay and they landed on getting shipping uh, in a good state so they're not losing money uh, shipping product to customers. That's a great trade-off. It's a great compromise. We got to the end of the sprint. Sprint review was awesome. The, sp the sprint goal was met. This mm -hmm. is a successful sprint. Everyone should be celebrating. Now, these Google Pay and Amazon Pay items that you asked me about, you know what, man? We, we're going to refine those. We're going to mm -hmm. put them back on the product backlog, and those things have to earn their way back into a sprint. We might learn from our sprint review, Todd, and I know you learned uh, this information in the sprint review, that Apple Pay satisfied the majority of customers that we're going to move on to something else. We don't need Google Pay and Amazon Pay right now, so let's go chase higher value things. And I, and I think that's just such a wonderful outcome uh, of this whole experience. But it highlights, and I can't stress this enough, what we plan versus what actually happens is irrelevant in the mm -hmm. face of achieving the sprint goal. The sprint goal is what we want to achieve. I don't care if we try to plan complexity perfectly and miss. It does not matter. Yeah. And so what if, let's think about, so are the behaviors that we experience with this team, the great team, very positive, very collaborative. You described yep. some of these things uh, that you would expect inherently happen. Great communication between developers and the product owner and the rest of the whole scrum team, scrum team and stakeholders, awesome communication. This sprint was considered a success. They met their sprint goal. Let's, let's turn this. The metric plan versus actual would tell us that this sprint was a failure yep. because this team only completed 60% of their sprint backlog. Ryan, what behaviors do you think would you would see exhibited amongst the developers and maybe in the scrum team as a whole if we said because of this 60% plan versus actual metric? Whoop, so we would see... We would see the developers hiding when they learn something. They would not collaborate with the product owner. Instead, they would try to do uh, the the fastest, shoddiest, quickest work possible to get all of the, the PBIs completed because that's what they're being graded on. That's what they're being judged on. That's what this metric is trying to uncover. And so you'd have five PBIs done poorly mm -hmm. instead of one done in a, in a high-quality uh, way that meets the definition of done. So you would lose transparency, you would lose collaboration, uh, you would lose quality. Uh, and, and I think overall, you're going to end up breaking confidence with your stakeholders because you're not delivering a high quality. All these bad 
these anti-patterns just start sprawling out of a metric that discourages collaboration and transparency. Yeah, it does. It does. And what you, I think it's probably, I think we've debunked this, right? I feel pretty good about it, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. this is a reminder that what you measure can have an effect on the behavior of people in an organization. And this is not worth measuring. Not at all. Right. The sprint goal is where our commitment lives. The sprint backlog is emergent. As we learn things, it changes. We collaborate. We want to be transparent. Uh, planned versus actual, like we talked about, diminishes those qualities and, in fact, leads to, uh, in our experience, poor products. Love it. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, get back to the two up and we'll put the branding back up. And Todd, I think we uh, we got this one. Got it. Yeah. Let's bring Love up it. the end screen, right? End screen. We went a little long on this one, but I like this one. This is a good one. I think it's important. I hope you're able to use this going forward. Stop plan versus actual. It's a mm -hmm. silly metric. If you want to track something, see how, see how often you hit your sprint goal. Love track it. the value you're delivering. See if, you're, if your stakeholders and customers are delighted. Those are the things to focus on, the outcomes and impacts, not these silly utilization metrics. All right, check out the socials. It's all Agile for Humans. Uh, like and subscribe. We're dropping a ton of content. We have a new show that we're creating this weekend. I uh, can't wait to show you that. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button so that you know when we drop the latest episodes of all of our different uh, shows here on Agile for Humans. Uh, but for Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forth, do good things. We'll see you tomorrow. Cheers. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on!